Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. This is the podcast about music, news, new music, uh, Twitch, streaming, DJing, the, the politics of DJing, the, the tunes the you gotta play. The UKness of it. The UKness of it. Uh, our guest on this episode is our our friend Gemma Edwards, who's been a fan, a pod friend for a while. We've been a friend and a fan of hers for a long while as well. And we finally got her on. Feels good. Finally have her on the podcast. Yeah. You know, when you're working with the different uh, country time zones, it can mm-hmm. get a little bit messy, but we finally nailed it down and it's a really <laughs> good talk overall. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot about um, if you're, if you're a, a streamer yourself, if you're into uh djing if you're into anything like that uh this is a good conversation to get an idea of what it takes of what the uh the other side of it is um jim is also a very interesting person because she has a lot of followers on a couple different platforms and and she talks about it from a very interesting place where the numbers aren't really the most important thing and i think that that's uh kind of an important thing to talk about in today's society and with social media and how it makes everybody feel so um this is a good episode check it out listen to it if you're if you're already here keep listening just don't click yeah away. there's no reason for you to go away like no you just reason have to, to stay uh this is also before we get into what we're what we got coming up this week i want to be sure that y'all know that we would love it if you could review and rate the podcast on apple Podcasts if that's where you're listening uh if you're not listening to it there if you could share it in uh in your social media if you like the podcast if you're enjoying it just you know let somebody else know about it let somebody else know if you're into this kind of stuff, we have a lot of episodes with musicians. We have a lot of episodes with uh, other podcasters. We have interviews with a lot of different people. So uh, if you're enjoying it, you know, share it out there. Get it to somebody who might enjoy it. That'd be great. Yeah, it's always really good to share it around. And like just to be the business minded person I usually am, it's really good to be able <laughs> to show it to people who want to work with us more. And even, you know, if you're saying like, oh, I would love it if you talk to this band or this other podcaster who's like, really big and well-known we can only do that if we can show the backing of it so if you guys can give us some good ratings and actual like written out reviews you can even just say good good counts it counts tell us good goods in the chat please (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right uh before we get into this lizzie what 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 is going on (laughs) with this week with you well oh god well we're we're thinking basically a week ahead because this is coming out on wednesday yeah so I'm assuming I'm alive. I'm assuming I'm alive. Uh, So I just simply want you (laughs) to just be hitting us up on Twitter at X Emo Social Club X and on um, our TikTok too. It's again, it's been still kind of like a weird week for me to adjust to get used to my new work schedule and everything and how how it all works. It's very weird to me still. So I've been on and off with spicy takes or just harassing people as I do in both forms. (laughs) So if you want to be harassed, please don't harass me. I'll be nice about it to an extent. You can hit us up there. And that, that, that's me being myself. Anyway, Brian, what are you doing? Are you alive? Are you alive this week still? Sure. Okay. 
I guess cool. I guess so. Prediction Sick. made. Um yeah. So uh we got the DJ streams. Uh Fridays are just me now due to Lizzie's uh extended schedule into the evenings. But Saturdays are still going strong. Uh if you're listening to this on the day it comes out on Wednesday, this Friday, though, we only got uh the best guest to come on and hang out with us, Action Adventure. Oh hell yeah. Uh this is not this week. You're gonna have to edit this out. This is next week. I, I was about up. to say, wait. No, nope, fucked it up. Uh, so hang out with us this week on the uh, DJ Night streams. Uh, Fridays are our album plays. We have album votes in our Discord. Uh, these votes have no contention. There are no upsets, and no one is surprised at the results ever. That's sarcasm. It's constantly happening now. I yes. think people are trying to create a, a dramatic uh, cinematic event when there is none. Um but yeah, you can vote on what record we play at the top of the stream. Uh, we've just done like Simple Plan. We did uh, Hybrid Theory. We did uh, shit. We Other didn't good do ones. Pinkerton for some. We did not reason. do Pinkerton because Upset. Simple Plan was disappointed. Voted. So uh, come over to the Discord, hang out with us there. EmoSocial.club/slash/discord, uh, and then on Saturdays we have our theme nights. Hang out with me and Lizzie on those. Uh, and also just a just a you know a little tease for this one. Uh, there might be some video game streams coming up, so keep an eye out on our social medias, Emo Social Club, all the good stuff. X Emo Social Club X on Twitter to harass Lizzie. All right, that's it. Uh, let's get into our episode with our amazing friend. It's Gemma Edwards. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie, and we're here this afternoon with our UK friend, Gemma Edwards. So I know it's evening for you. Yes. So we appreciate you being here. Well, it's early evening, so it's not too bad. Early evening. Yeah. Okay. Dinner time. Basically afternoon, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Uh, Gemma has been a friend of the pod for a long time. Uh, we, I believe, met through Instagram just from being an emo podcast. Gemma is, uh, well, I'll let you, I'll let you take it from what you are. But yeah, we've been friends for a while, so we're finally to... to Happy to have you on here and happy to chat with you. Um, Thank you. Tell us a bit more about what you do. Tell us a bit about who you are. So before all of this stuff, I was an alternative DJ. I do do pop stuff as well, but mostly known for rock nights in the UK. Um, photographer and then now Twitch streamer. Yeah. So lots has happened in the last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, I, I mean, everybody had to make the move to Twitch. Everybody had to go from... <laughs> Uh, live events and stuff. I'm sure everybody knows. Um, what was it like to uh, to try to make that transition into into doing it on the internet instead? Well, I I literally didn't know anything. I don't think I'd ever been on Twitch. I definitely heard of Twitch because my friend's a Twitch partner, but she does ASMR, so it's like the absolute opposite <laughs> of what I do. Um, thankfully, she helped me you know, just even get the website set up. I didn't even understand Discord, which is where she wanted to do all the screen sharing to help me. And mm -hmm. it was just like a lot of things at once. I didn't know what emotes were, just thought emojis. Like to get used to saying emotes <laughs> is so weird. And I was like, why would anyone want these? Now it's all anybody wants is more yeah. emotes, yeah. more emotes. Um, and it was really difficult because I was on a, a 2012 iMac um so getting it to do anything audio was mm -hmm. was awful and even with people helping me was no one else was streaming on on anything like that mm -hmm. um so it was it was a big learning curve 
a big learning curve, let alone the visuals and the performance aspect, but just getting anything to work. Internet, I've got new internet now. Like I had to pay for two internets for six months <laughs> wow. to, um, because my internet was so bad. Yeah. Couldn't do anything. Um, yeah, it's actually, it's actually insane how different my setup and everything is now compared to what it was when I started. <laughs> There's definitely like a progression because I know both Brian and I have been like, all right, we have to go from here, here to here, especially like with streaming this past year and like that new integration. When did you kind of have to realize that, oh, I have to go to Twitch? Was it like immediately as the as COVID yeah, or was it, was it a little bit after? It was pretty soon. So I think the last time I DJed in real life uh, was March 11th last year. Um, and I remember then I was booked to DJ and I had another booking a few days afterwards, which did end up getting cancelled. But the 11th was a bit like, is this OK? And it was a student <laughs> night. So it's like I, and in this particular place, I basically DJ from like this thing in the ceiling. So I'm like looking down on like hundreds of sweaty students all just, <laughs> you know, breathing, coughing everywhere. And they all come up oh and you know spit their requests at me and just being like. <laughs> I'm using the mic that they use, like everyone uses kind of thing. So everyone's touching it. So you're uh. going and washing your hands constantly. <laughs> I had like gel um, and no one really understood then like well, how bad it was going to be. But they just didn't know, you know, at what point do you wash your hands? Because you wash your hands and you touch your phone and now your hands dirty again. It was mm -hmm. just it was baffling. It was just like constant, constant gelling. Um, I did that gig. That was a Wednesday. My next one was the Saturday. By then it was off. And I remember I was streaming I think by the 21st, I can't, I think that's my first stream was the 21st. So it was like a week. It was not long at all, like 10 days that I was up and running streaming. So I must've had a week of sulking. I was, I was probably <laughs> devastated actually. I was literally like, cause my career, this isn't the first time my career has gone in the pan. Mm. So it was like, again, my career, how has this happened? I'm doing something completely different and it is just, ruined like absolutely <laughs> i've got nothing i don't understand and there's no date for when it's going to be fine again and everyone's telling you know everyone's saying like it's fine it's fine it's fine and it's like no but it literally isn't <laughs> it's it just right. isn't so it's like you know i had that that phase got really upset and then was like oh whatever guess i have some time off i never have time off um and then my friend ruby had been like you know you should try twitch and I was kind of like, I really can't be asked, sort of thing. <laughs> I don't know what that is, and that sounds really complicated. Um, I think the first streams I did were music-based, but it was basically me sat at a desk like this, just with the with the built-in 2012 iMac cam and mic, and I would just have playing the music, I guess, through speakers to it. I can't even remember what it was, but it was rubbish. Um, but it just people actually turned up, which was weird <laughs> and and stuck around. Um, and because I had Ruby's help, it, it did go kind of full pelt quite early on. Like I had a discord pretty much at the start, even mm. though it didn't have anything in it and it wasn't, I didn't understand how to use it. I had it. So everything was in place and ready to go. As soon as we had emote slots, they had emotes in them, even though they were terrible. Mm -hmm. Just everything was like <laughs> sub badges done straight away. Like everything was, I was proper on it because I wasn't doing anything else with my life. <laughs> um, and that's kind of how I take to tasks, I guess. I do mm -hmm. just, it's all or nothing really. I was never going to sort of half ass it because it, it would be a waste of time. Um, and then I think I was doing three days a week, at least pretty much straight away which again, a lot of people kind of 
did you know once a month now and again on Twitch. Then maybe they try and do once a week. Then they try and do three days a week. I literally went full ham first week <laughs> until now. It's been a year and I've been doing at least three days a week every single Friday and Saturday for the last year, except mm. for maybe two. Um, so it was a big commitment early off the bat. <laughs> yeah. I think we had to do that same kind of thing where it was like, let's tr- let's just try doing the podcast. And then it's like, okay, let's let's start doing more. And then it was like, you really do see that that value start to come because your audience starts to get used to you and, and knows and know when you're going to be on. Yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, personally, I think I've looked to you quite a bit for like how to, how to go from like starting a Twitch channel to like being partnered and being like, you know, building that community and having that community on the internet, like within a year, especially during, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a dark year for everybody, but yeah. certainly like there's still something to have learned from, uh, from what you've done of just like growing it over the past year, it's like, oh yeah, just just dedicate your time to it. And um, I was listening to this really interesting. Uh, it's it's like somebody who doesn't like live events necessarily, or the setting up of live events, or creating live events, and like all the work and all the the possibility of it falling through and all this stuff. And I'm like, yeah, we really all need to move to the internet. <laughs> like we yeah. all need to just be like entirely on the internet now. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even now that I'm I'm sort of starting to get uh, bookings coming back in, but the way, for anyone that doesn't know, the way DJing works in, in general, I tend to do what's considered like a residency or like like a private booking. Well, I just do the whole night myself. So I'm paid for the, the four or five hours. I just do the whole thing, get paid, like, you know, turn up, go home, get paid. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of DJing tends to be, we want you to do an hour set here, an hour set there. So then you're paid for one hour, but it's a Saturday. So it's like, I'm getting to the point now where it's like, I'm having to say no to things because actually Twitch is currently my priority mm-hmm. and I have got stuff booked in and I am going to have to experiment with um, how I feel when I miss Twitch that weekend and how it affects my Twitch. Maybe, I don't know. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to see, um, but I have had to be careful with not d- doing too much because I'm losing a whole night on Twitch and you know how the potential can be not to a hundred um, you don't know, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's free content. You don't know what's going to happen on the night. And I'm missing that for one hour's pay somewhere I have to travel to and do all that, that, you know, real life stuff. Yeah. And it's, um, it's actually quite weird because <laughs> I, I just, I just wholeheartedly know that Twitch is my priority and it's quite difficult because I know that it, I think I kind of, I'm very aware how silly that would sound to anybody who doesn't understand Twitch um so Even having to explain ago. that to people yeah. yeah exactly having to explain that to people now like oh i'm gonna turn down this work because actually i do my free djing online that night <laughs> like yeah. it, i just know that's what they think and i still have that kind of you know uncomfortable feeling about is this the right move but i obviously have to do what i think is right for me well, the also moment too, is that. <laughs> well, also, too, like if you look at it, depending on how much income you are able to generate from a Twitch stream, from being within your own home without factoring in transportation, food, drinks, whatever. Yeah. And then looking at it and like that kind of financial perspective and being like, OK, I'm maybe getting paid a little bit more here in the IRL event. But am I really getting paid the same or am I just like getting this equivalent of it, but also like putting myself like just you know out in public again yeah and it's difficult because then you're also with a lot of the stuff i've been asked to do more recently 
it's probably because of how successful I have been on Twitch this last year is for other brands. So then that comes into it as well, where it's not Twitch has been obviously just me, just me on my own. I haven't necessarily branded anything and I'm ne- I've never been very good at, I wouldn't say I'm not very good at branding, but I don't often have special nights. I just do, you know, pop night tonight, rock night. I don't have all the names for it all. And I don't have, you know, anything jazzy to post on Instagram with like <laughs> graphic design stuff. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I just tend to be like, I'm going to be here at this time uh, playing these kind of vibes. <laughs> like, and that's <laughs> about it. Um, which is obviously difficult in real life because you can't put on a club night like that you can't just be like "Mm, rock night it's just not a thing i mean i don't know what it's like where you guys are but we have a lot of rock nights where i live i mean not anymore (laughs) but we did there was a point when i was djing three nights a week on one road at three different venues all rock nights and it's just like you have to try and think of something that makes i don't know it's very competitive so then you get all the Mm. like we're giving away this merch or free pizza or free tickets to this and it gets a bit like i don't want to do that because I don't want to be a promoter and I don't like, <laughs> yeah. I don't like doing that. And I also, I don't like the whole, a lot of the jobs I get offered are a door cut or a drinks cut, not, mm. not pay. And I just got to the point before this happened, thank God. But I was just like, I want to be paid for my work and that's it. Whether if anyone, if no one turns up, I've still done my job. Mm. So that's your problem. I'm sorry, yes. <laughs> but it's yes. like, I still want to be paid my hourly rate and I will just, I'll turn up, I'll do my hours and I'll leave. And I just want to be paid for it. I don't want to have to think what pictures should go on the banner, how much the door should be, how much the drinks deals are and get people through the door. Because I don't think that is necessarily always the artist's job. And I think mm. I do do my bit and I obviously do promote my stuff on you know socials or whatever. Right. But there was a point when that was kind of felt like a big reason with why I was getting bookings sometimes. And it's just like, that's not what I want to be or do. Yeah, because you could turn that into something. If somebody else is hiring you because they know your worth, then you could use that to just like do your own thing. You don't need them. Mm. Like they need you more than you need them, and you're yeah. not getting paid at your your fair rate in that. Case. Yeah, yeah. It's just it gets a bit a bit difficult to balance those types of relationships sometimes. Whereas mm. a lot of the work I do is just I'm not necessarily like a named DJ. It's just university nights that are going to be busy whether i'm there or not they don't care what dj is there but they're just like (laughs) um some people will obviously be like oh we love it when you're here or they'll recognize you if they come up and make requests all the time they obviously recognize you but in general they're just wasted they're nowhere near you they just can hear (laughs) hear your audio they're like someone's playing songs it could just be spotify they wouldn't know yeah they don't care but it's like those bookings are like my stable that's my income usually um and i've been quite comfortable doing that so to have to come out of this and potentially go back to doing you know an hour here an hour there launch your own thing here is a bit like oh <laughs> i don't know it's quite difficult to take take the whole night off twitch just to risk an hour of pay yeah in a pub <laughs> i think like one of our concerns now that you know there are bookings because people are going to be back into the world. Is it going to be that there is a bit of an exhaustion of being just at home on a computer, watching somebody on a screen? Are we going to be so uh, uh, hungry for that human contact interaction that just like the, the viewership is going to go down? Not for anyone yeah. in particular, but like just the amount oh, of definitely. people that are on Twitch just yeah. going to be like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be at home right now. 
yeah, I definitely, I definitely think that's that's going to happen. But um, I also know I'm quite close with my community, so I I mm. know, and I'm, I mean, I use my, I live on my Discord, and I talk to them all day, every day, and I know not only do a lot of them not live here, so they couldn't necessarily come to any of my nights anyway. Um, there's lots of people from other countries. There's lots of people mm. that just don't don't go out anyway, and I kind of have an older viewership, I think, than people expect. Mm. So a lot of people come into my my Twitch channel, and they'll be like you know, 24, and they're like, oh, I'm old in the club. And I'm just like, oh, we're all, like, over 30 and, and way past it kind of yeah. thing. We have very few people that are 20s and then a few teenagers, but it's, like, nothing like a club where it's going to mm -hmm. be mostly 18 to 21 yeah. with a couple 30-year-olds floating around the sides. <laughs> like, it's just it's just the complete opposite. So those, those people don't want to be going to the, the big club nights and, you know, getting sweated all over. And I mean, for yeah. me at home as well, to be able to be like at home and there's just no, you know, there's no creeps anywhere. No you know one else who's there. there. <laughs> it's so easy to deal with. Just nope, delete. Like, nope, ban. It's just, yeah. it's it's great in that respect. Um, human ban hammer is what we need now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> hey everyone, it's Lizzie from the Emo Social Club. With a new season comes a new logo and merch. If you haven't noticed, we updated our iconic Emo Social Club logo thanks to our new designer, Joey Resco. You can pre-order a shirt with the new design on our website, emosocialclub.com slash store. And every dollar goes towards us keeping the neon lights on here at the club. These will ship out in late May through early June. So get your orders in now. Thanks always for the support from us here at the Emo Social Club. Would you consider that um, when doing like real life events, would you want to maybe try to stream those on Twitch? I know that that's kind of been something that Brian and I have considered and thought about. And I know some other people have yeah. thought about it as well. But I know that obviously that's a lot of different people. It's like bringing two different friend yeah. groups together yeah. that you're like, do I mix these? I don't know how other. this is going to turn out. Yeah. yeah, this is something people tell me all the time is like the solution it will be great because you're going to be getting paid like you do in normal life and you're going to stream it and you'll get paid again and you're just going to become a millionaire overnight and it's going to be so easy and I'm just like how the hell do you think I'm going to get any of this equipment to somebody else's yeah. venue and I don't I don't run like I said I don't really run my own nights even my residencies they're still the ones that I have in agreement if they come back are still mm. just I just get paid for the whole night to just turn up and, and go. I don't have anything to do with the running of it other than I do sometimes make a Facebook event or post about it. But mm. I, it doesn't adjust my pay at all. I just get I just get paid. So there's no way I can be taking any of that there. If I was, there's absolutely no way I'd be able to talk to my Twitch guys, which like is the whole point. Of Twitch and I mean you guys are similar you you're very like you're playing music but you're talking mm -hmm. I know there's lots of DJs on Twitch that are just DJing not just DJing they're DJing much better than me but like they're not <laughs> talking they're not they don't really know who's in the chat you know that kind of thing mm -hmm. that is my channel is the complete opposite I think it's kind of just like listening to music with friends hanging out it's more house party vibe like just mm -hmm. like oh my god remember this song oh my god I'm gonna play you guys this song now oh my god maybe you'll know this like that's my whole thing I can't be doing that in, in the, the pub whilst dealing with real life people asking for my requests whilst dealing right. with stuff it's just for me it is an absolute non-consideration no I would happily if I was to do a branded night for someone else and they wanted to stream it out 
fine. Sure. But yeah. my channel, no. I really cannot see that being possible at all. Like, even when I try and think of a cut down, maybe just take my MacBook and just the audio, I don't know, like like a radio show, I don't know. But mm. I'm just, no. I quite like that my my Twitch and, and I guess like real life DJing events is just like, you're there or you're not there. Mm-hmm. If you if you miss right like we don't have bods obviously for our for our music events if you missed it you missed it see you next weekend <laughs> I quite like that and it's like if they're not going to be at the real life event you missed that one maybe come next time or maybe wait till the next Twitch stream and someone's going to miss that one and you know everyone can't be everywhere yeah I think that's actually quite nice it definitely makes me feel more comfortable that all my videos aren't saved with me dancing about looking stupid <laughs> like I definitely like like deleting my bod at the end of the night I'm like bye yeah. <laughs> nothing happened <laughs> well especially like when we download ours we'll look at it and because all the music gets like silence and we're like we look ridiculous yeah I don't know just look like mine, yeah. yeah so we send our <laughs> our music to a separate channel that doesn't get saved on the VOD which means that like and and this is for everybody here on the Twitch stream right now, don't go look at our VODs, please, because it's just me and Lizzie <laughs> jumping up and down. But like the mu- like if you're jumping up and down in front of a microphone, right, it's picking up your breath. But like it's quieter than the music. The music is like loud enough to cover that. But then you listen back and it's just like <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, we need to delete these. No. And I keep not Ugh. remembering to delete them. But it's no. just so it's- it's Lizzie. It's Lizzie and I jumping up and down our silent breaths, huffing and puffing, huffing and puffing. Yeah. Me, while I music mean, videos in the background. Yeah. yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> I don't have my mic on the whole time. I just. Oh, Bob started to. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I do. TOS. Um, uh, I'll I'll cover that up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just turn my mic on when I speak, and then I put it back down, and mm-hmm. it's, it's turned off. So at least there's none of that. Yeah. But um. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I try not to look at it. I definitely do look at it constantly, but I try not to look at it throughout the stream. I don't have it where the chat is. I have it over somewhere else, um, because you do just see it, and then you're like, oh, I hate this that I'm wearing now, or my hair looks horrible, or I can see all my spots, or you know, whatever. You're just yeah. like, I hate it now. Great, now I feel rubbish, and I have to like dance like <laughs> I feel rubbish. <laughs> like it's just really awkward. So I quite like deleting them. I'm like, yeah, that's done. <laughs> Start again. <laughs> uh well i want to ask too about like you you growing your community you building this community because when i when when we first met and started talking through instagram i realized that you had a lot of followers on instagram and i was like oh this must be one of those influencers i've heard so much about (laughs) it's like one of those types one of those types um and so we talked about this a lot uh uh because i think this is really interesting like your story of like being more on that influencer uh, path and, and being somebody who has a following that already brought it from that brought it from Instagram to um, to a Twitch channel or from your in-person live events to your Instagram to your Twitch channel or however that a sort of motion went. Um, what was it like to like like I mean, a how did you do it so that we all can copy and paste what you did for <laughs> ourselves? And also, like, what has it been like to, like, get that kind of a following and try to try to, you know, connect it to your other th- uh, things that you're doing? Yeah, I mean, I have to say for a start that very, very, very few of my Twitch community are from anything else. Mm. Um, I have the odd sort of person I actually know, the odd friend, the odd someone that's been to maybe one of my nights before and saw it on Instagram and like, oh, that's her. Um, But I think the reason my 
community's been so successful is because it's Twitch people. And I cannot tell you how this happened. And I really wish I could give people better advice. <laughs> and um, and not to take, you know, they're telling me off all the time for taking, you know, my, my own achievements away from myself. I really don't know. I don't, I don't think I did anything. I just don't <laughs> understand where they came from, when, how it just, they snowballed into a big bundle of people. I don't, I really don't know. Like there's, I wish, I wish I could help. Like <laughs> I definitely, obviously I was posting about it on Instagram, but there's been nights where I just forgot and um, it makes absolutely no difference to my numbers or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure if I ever looked at my Instagram insights, they'd be absolutely awful. It'd be swipe up three or something. Like, no, <laughs> one, no one watches my story or does the swipe ups or anything. Sure. Um, we have quite a lot of people say they've come in via recommended. So I don't know if it was um, because when I first started out, there wasn't so many sort of people DJing rock music on Twitch. So maybe it was just the one that said... You know, I don't know if you ever go and browse on the music thing, but obviously there's loads of channels in all different countries. So I'll tend mm. to go and see if anyone like speaking English that I can be like, oh, maybe I'll check in there. And it's pretty much, you know, sort of techno or house or something. And then I'm like, mm. oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. It's actually quite hard to find one that I think even me personally that I would want to go in. Mm. And then I'm just like, oh, there's actually not a huge amount of that going on in the music category. There's a lot of cool acoustic stream, which is why we end up uh, raiding quite a lot of acoustic yeah. guitar sort of musicians um and there's a couple people doing sort of like emo and pop punk and, and whatever else in those kinds of styles but djing there isn't that much so i don't know if that was that maybe helped early days that there wasn't a lot of comparison yeah <laughs> it was just i i don't know i think i get a lot of people saying they found me on the recommended bits and i obviously i don't do anything for that to happen just, <laughs> right right and people always complain that twitch has no discoverability but like i don't know we just haven't found that we've we've done pretty well from it i think but um maybe just knowing people that streamed already i guess maybe because they're on my friends list it might push you out to recommend i'm really like similar channels if you watch something and they like know somebody who watched your channel or something yeah because i've definitely got a few of of my sort of long-standing members are from my friend ruby who helped me help me set up but most most of the guys are just one person from you know, all different places, and then they've just amalgamated into <laughs> one group. Um, I don't know how yeah. that happened. <laughs> hey, it's fair. I, I I don't even personally look at music. If I'm on Twitch, it's usually for, for video games and watching somebody play a game I like or watching... A lot of times it's like a YouTuber or somebody else, you know, that I know maybe that personally. You already, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm not going to, like... I'm not usually trying to get into the twitch algorithm i guess to find a new channel to watch i'm usually yeah. just like somebody i already know which is why i think people argue there's no discoverability is because people are mm-hmm. a little hesitant but then if everybody has to go oh i'm gonna i'm gonna go to twitch because everybody's moving to twitch and i know somebody else on twitch like you know what i got this website now let me go check out what's going on on there so just with more people like coming to it and seeing things it's like spreading spreading the message yeah. about new <laughs> channels to everybody yeah yeah, I think yeah, a lot I, of my lot just say they just found it. They don't even know yeah. why. They're like, why am I here? <laughs> I, <laughs> How am I still am here? I here now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guess I'm living now. <laughs> I know I had some friends who are like trying to get into Twitch streaming like after we got ours like very roughly set up. And I think the biggest thing was like Googling like how do I grow my audience on Twitch? And a lot of it was like 
just raid people and just hop in and like basically like online networking. Mm. So I think that that could be like one of the, I think only like logical, easy ways to explain it at this point mm. when it comes down to it of like growing an audience and just like, I mean, obviously not everybody here is like to network, but they're here yeah. to be like, Hey, this is it. And then, you know, that's just kind of how one person grows their following, but also then more people come to a community because it's word of mouth. It's kind of like this old yeah. school, like, yeah, I, that's what I feel like. It's like, it's like um when you used to hang out again i don't know if this is like a british thing but like hang out in town just people were there and you're like friends of friends and you become Mm -hmm. a group of people and you know everyone thinks you're a teenage gang but it's just like everyone (laughs) just came from different places and they're all just emo and just stood around (laughs) in one corner and now we're friends it's like it's that old kind of way of making friends i think but online Mm -hmm. which is like why i've loved it because to me i like i was brought up by msn and message boards and that's how it feels to me it feels like with discord and twitch chat it's like msn and message boards again but with my modern like now life of djing just popped on top of it um it doesn't necessarily feel like this weird new 2021 magical thing it feels like a throwback thing for me but Mm. i don't know if that's just because that's how i am and that's the kind of music i play um but it just it just feels like that it feels very not old-fashioned but it's like just yeah like the odd person just joins in one day and you're like all right this person's here now (laughs) (laughs) and we've got loads of people in my community as well that could be there for for three months and it just feels like they've been there since the start Mm -hmm. and every time they resub i'm genuinely like oh my god i thought you've been here the whole time like when what yeah. How, how did that but they just yeah. slotted in and we'll just find people one night that will just be like oh my god didn't know anyone was djing like pop punk on twitter and we've like been here for a year kind of thing yeah. and they just slot straight in and you're just like oh mm-hmm. it's like you've been here the whole time yeah. and that's kind of how it feels it's quite it's quite hard to explain and it's quite hard to replicate on purpose because i definitely did try um at the start to think right if i've got um 50 viewers now should probably try and raid someone that's got a little bit more to, so I can be like, oh, hi, people come follow me. You know, like subtly, like, oh, Gemma's raided. Let's go follow mm. Gemma. Um, and then I just noticed I was literally getting like no follow or like one follow. Mm. And then it got to the point where I was like, oh, personally for me, um, raiding people does almost nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I should just raid who I want to raid, who mm. suits what I like. I don't think... Oh, I've got, I definitely occasionally do think if we've got too many viewers, sometimes if I was to go raid someone that has like two viewers, it can be a bit overwhelming and we're very chatty as well. So it can be a bit like they're freaking out because they're Mm. like, I don't know how to perform to hundreds of people, even though it's the same, but obviously it doesn't feel like that at the start. Um, Whereas some people will react totally fine. You could bring them 10,000 people and they'd be like, oh, cool. And carry on (laughs) as they were. Everyone. Um, Yeah. And it's just like. I think taking that more intuitive um, response to doing it rather than necessarily networking on purpose, I found. Mm-hmm. I just found a lot of the tips and tricks that you that you do read just didn't really work or didn't... They weren't evidenced to have worked. Maybe right. they did. but um, And we've definitely had a few people that, like, I've raided that I thought were, like, you know, like a huge deal and now we're up to, like, the same viewers as them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I used to think... Like they were like 
you know, that's insane. Like that's 20 years of work kind of thing. And, and lots of them <laughs> were new from the beginning of lockdown as well. Yeah. And I just didn't know that. And I was like, bloody hell, like how have they done this since lockdown? Um, and then they will now like will raid each other now and again. And you'll kind of dip, dip your like toe in the water there, there and there and be like, oh, hello again. It's been a while. And then there'll be the people you raid regularly. Um, so I guess that's more of a community vibe, in my opinion, rather mm. than a networking vibe. I think networking can become quite like obvious and it kind of makes oh, yeah. people go eh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like which is I, I used to do some parties in Chicago many years ago and they all sucked and nobody came to them so it's not a that's not a flex by <laughs> any means at all um oh my God. but it was it was really interesting that that every like if there was a party happening every night of the week the same people would be at every one of them and there would be different people that were throwing them of that same group. So it's like, let's say you're you're coming in and you're spending like 10 bucks at the bar. That 10 bucks just goes to somebody else's party the next night. And then it's like the same $10 bill is just moving through everybody's <laughs> parties. Yeah. And like everybody seemed to Covered think they were. coronavirus. Yeah, <laughs> oh. now. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I I realized that it's it's this, it's like we're networking and we're trying to get more people to come to this thing, but you're essentially just, marketing to your friends and all that mm. so like you might as well just do shit that your friends like and not worry yeah. about like all the other stuff just your community should guide what you're doing and if you're like trying to network then your community's probably gonna go oh they're they're networking yeah exactly and i i never do like i i do try and be careful to you know i, I don't love every song i play isn't my favorite song in the world mm. <laughs> quite often it's like this song but i i would i try to avoid anything that i actively don't agree with or don't like because if if i just played a couple things that i don't really like now people have heard me they're gonna ask for that more and they might really love that more than what i normally play which is obviously fair enough people like different things mm -hmm. but they're gonna want more of that and then it's gonna become and i know this because <laughs> i've had in my in my hometown before i don't know why this happened but um someone wanted me to DJ this night once and they're like, oh, because Gemma loves really heavy music. And I was like, sorry, what now? <laughs> L literally, no. Why do you think this? And I think it's because I was DJing for another brand and I was like, yeah, I'm playing what the crowd wants to hear because that's my job as a DJ right. in real life. I just got to play what they want to hear. I'm not even a name. It's not my thing. I'm just playing mm. what you want, which is fine. But then it does tack on to you as that's your thing. So I am quite careful on Twitch that people know that like emo and pop punk is my thing. I do obviously play other stuff and I love like, I'm 90s baby, so I love 90s mm -hmm. nights. And I do a lot of, um, same as you guys do, like voting on Discord for this, this mm -hmm. or this. But it's always one of three options that I like. <laughs> it's never like, there's never something in there that I'll be like, oh, fuck's sake. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Or I don't have enough music to do that night. Or I just, I just wouldn't. And I think a lot of people are very, I'm really rubbish on new music, for example. I'm very bad at new music. Mm. And I know it's like very yeah. cool to know new things. <laughs> and I know lots of new things are very good. <laughs> and I'm That's sure they're very, very Lizzie cool. <laughs> yeah, so like Lizzie knows <laughs> all the things. And yeah. I've just, I've heard Lizzie so often being like, Brian, listen to this. And you're like, oh, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then like four years later, you'll be like, oh yeah, I love this band. And, yeah, that, and I know that's what it's so like. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, and I know, and I've, I've definitely been that person. Like, the 1975 are one of my late-ish discoveries. Mm -hmm. um, just the past, like, couple years. I'm like, oh, I actually love this now. Yeah, same. Um, yeah, but um, if someone had told me to listen to them back whenever, I would have been like, I don't want to. 
I've got old CDs to listen to. I can yeah. listen to them again. <laughs> like, my iPod's filled. It's yeah. done. I'm done with music. It's there fun. are four My Chem <laughs> albums that I could be listening to. What do yeah, you mean? Yeah, why, why would I bother? <laughs> so like, I, I know, all, do I know it all already. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I just don't bother with a lot of that. So I think people don't come expecting that and they don't, they don't come expecting that. And then that puts off people that I actually want to be there. So mm. like when I, when I do the emo and the pop punk more style stuff and I get people coming in and they're just like, oh my God this is my childhood and mm. i'm like oh my god me too <laughs> let's be best friends and then it's like it builds up of that and i i really love that and i think that's what helps me stay enthusiastic about it um it'd be difficult if i was just when i when i first started djing i did have to kind of learn i didn't know what i didn't even know what a day to remember was when i started djing mm. that was one of the ones that i was like very surprised later on how big they are because I was like oh <laughs> I didn't really realize how much music Enter Shikari had after Take to the Skies didn't really know there was much more after that a lot yeah loads, <laughs> a loads. didn't know what Don Broco was um, that one's fair there was, that one I, yeah there was yeah, loads of stuff fair. that I was like oh I need to know these things because I was doing uni nights I need mm. to play the music that the young people want <laughs> and I felt really old <laughs> and there's loads of stuff in there that I love and and now I've got you know people all over the world that will love this like Don Broco song or you know something stupid they're, they're just like you know skibbity or whatever it's just like seems ridiculous but it's just like gets in there and it works but um <laughs> I don't necessarily feel now like I have to find stuff and learn it and listen to a full album to try and pick something that i can dj this weekend that's new where i where i live if, if an album comes out you're kind of expected to play the mm. single like that night they yeah. like we want and okay. shikari released this five minutes ago you need to play it now whereas my <laughs> twitch guys are like can you play this song from the 70s <laughs> and that's that's the expectation yeah <laughs> it's very yeah, i know I know in like real life. So like I've never DJed in real life. I just kind of like clung on the Brian because I was scared also to just talk to people. But when we went to like our <laughs> usual local like Sunday emo nights we have here in Chicago, I know that they would go up to that DJ. It wasn't Brian. It was a different DJ and say, can I listen to this new whatever song it was? And at least like six out of ten times, it was like a no. And it was usually because it doesn't fit a specific criteria or because they are just unaware of it and they don't want to play the newer music. And while it had a good community and it still has a good community, it's, you know, you're not bringing in new friends. And when there were like offshoots where it would be like, okay, the next day is a holiday and you have a, you know, random people who are like, oh, I usually work a nine to five, so I can't usually come out on Sundays. You have them come in and they're saying, oh, I want to listen to this also, this newer track that I started listening to. And it was like immediately turned down. So I think there's also something there when it comes to like having that like pivot and yeah. like just being a little bit more open like balance, to it. And it's yeah. mm -hmm. right. And I think it's really great that you're like, oh, hey, this is like what the kids like. Oh, hey, this is what, you know, everybody else, you know, ex is expecting. Yeah. And I think without it, a lot of DJs, I think when things start to come back or if they keep continuing to be on Twitch, it's going to be like kind of a disconnect Yeah. because you look at it. I mean, we I was looking at our Twitch streams and like our demographics and it's like absolutely nobody in like this like 18 to 21 year old category, <laughs> which is like weird. I don't believe it, but it was really fucking weird. Yeah, I reckon we've got like five. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, and I'm like, oh, is it because we're not playing like this newer Gen Z stuff? And I'm like, but does it really fit? I'm like, I feel like we're getting some of it, but we're not doing, you know, we're not playing Billie Eilish all the time mm. or really not that not much of ever. <laughs> right, we're playing her sometimes, but we're not playing her like yeah. every stream like Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I'm like, yeah. it's just like, a, it's just weird to kind of read it like that and to see where it's going to go. I think that's what's been so good for me with Twitch is it does it does feel like more of my age group than I would necessarily mm. get in my general work. And that's definitely not always because I have a residency at home once a month and it is in a venue that's kind of similar. So it's like, and I always look forward to that night because I know it's going to be people that I know, my friends and people that kind of age that are going to be like, oh my God, I've never heard a DJ play this song. And you're like, well, people play it all the time. You don't, I don't yeah. think that. People are like, oh. <laughs> oh my god a dj playing this and you're like literally everyone does but you're like thank you but yeah. okay it's not like that special but they're just like maybe they only go to the the uni nights or something where it's like just stuff they don't know i, I really don't know but, um, and all that, yeah. yeah and i think the vibe is really important for me so sometimes even if a song even if i know nobody is gonna know this song if it's like a boppy vibe, I know I can play it in real life as well. And I know people can still kind of just go, oh, I don't know this song. Da, 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 da. Whereas if it's like, it could be the most critically acclaimed song, but if it's like slow or boring or it's so screamy and heavy that you don't know anything that's happening in it, people that people that know it will love it. But people that mm. don't know it are like, what yeah. is this? Yeah. Whereas if it's at least like, they, they can at least <laughs> go along with it until the next track. Yeah. So I'm quite... That's that's kind of how I pick and choose if I'm going to play something that's not known. It's not necessarily no one knows it, it's going to bomb, but there's just certain things that no one knows it and it is also going to bomb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not just for that reason, but yeah. it just is. And it doesn't mean it's not a good song. And I don't play a lot of songs that I love because they're just not right. Like, I just wouldn't. I think that's a thing people get confused about with DJs a lot. It's just like you only play songs you like and i'm just like sometimes i'm like i don't like any of these songs <laughs> <laughs> i'm having a terrible time actually <laughs> again not so much on twitch but in real life it was a lot like this yeah. night's been really boring for me because these aren't my vibes yeah whereas twitch i get to have that for myself a little bit more i definitely thought you were talking about more meme songs than like uh than the heavy songs but i do totally get it with like the metal and like all that it's like Sometimes it's hard to like bridge that audience. Like, yeah. Uh, but I think we have like, you know, you can play Under Oath maybe. And it's like, yeah, everybody knows this song because Under Oath was on Warp Tour, all that, yada, yada. But then it's like, you know, everybody comes and they're like, can you play Skibbity? And I'm like, no, wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not metal. It's a dance bop. Is a dance involved with it? Like all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I mean, I will, but like, I don't want to. But like, does it fit don't with make it? Me. I guess. Yeah, that's uh, like ours. It's like, it's been banished now to, it's a level five hype train only occurrence. So okay. I don't ever accept requests for it. Yeah. Um, It can't just be popped on, but it is kind of, sometimes it'll be on like, you know, like 80s night or something. And it's like, Skippity is not really 80s at I mean, all. Not at all. Is it? It <laughs> yeah, just no, isn't. Absolutely. Yeah, not at all. And it's just like, I tend to do a vote like, should I just play it anyway? Or do you want me to try and Skibbity dance to a different song? Yeah. Because <laughs> I can try and do that. But, um, yeah, that's the kind of thing. Obviously, that's not, I can't imagine I would ever just drop that in a club unless I knew it was going to go off, which I don't think I would ever know, unless yeah. I knew everyone there. They were just <laughs> from Twitch. Because <laughs> anyone I know in real life is going to be like, what is this? 
Twitch real life meetup, but you have to give like a passcode at the door yeah. to get in, yeah. and then like immediately you have to show the skibbity dance, or you have to get the fuck out. Yeah, I can come in, right? <laughs> yeah, everyone has oh to God. answer. <laughs> the good, like, I will say the good meme song that we got out of the last year was Hypa Hypa, which like yeah. that I definitely feel fits in our genre, fits in our vibe, yeah. and like you know it's heavy, but it's also poppy, and there's yeah. kind of a dance to it. It's yeah. like that one works. <laughs> Throw that yeah, one that'll in there. get played in real life for sure. That one oh my will, god, like, that one's much easier. <laughs> There's gonna be, I don't know how much that song has like pervaded Chicago culture. Like I know everybody on Twitch knows that we all, are, are, both of our communities have talked about it. There's memes and shit, but like, I feel like when we go back to a bar, if I'm just like throw on this song. And everyone's gonna go crazy and they're like all right dude like i'll give it a chance and then like everyone's like the hell i know i keep seeing I... memes that are like hyper hyper has not been played in a club yet like yeah let that sink in yeah. kind of thing like what's gonna happen when it is like no one knows it's gonna be one of those dj moments where you're like boop, 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 all right boop, boop, boop. Like, i feel like you're gonna, gonna have happen? to all you're also gonna have to put like the music video to it just so i feel like the full to. meme like sinks in <laughs> So everybody's like, oh, I see why this hit. Yeah. I understand You have to bring fully. a costume. You have to get a mullet. <laughs> All right, everybody, put your wigs on. Yeah. Pick your mullets on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I do think that's going to be that. And like we've talked about Machine Gun Kelly's new record, which I mean, we don't we are not going to talk about how we played a show the other day. We're not going to have a conversation about that at all. But it's like. I mean, I want to hear like how MGK's record goes off in, you know, that vibe in that room. Yeah. It's like uh, that was pretty popular. It's a it's a top record of the year. So like, are these songs going to do really well? Are these like, what is the vibe going to be when you're back in a bar? And it's like, no, just play Dear Maria again and shut up. Yeah. I don't want to hear no. <laughs> yeah. Let's no. not remind ourselves of all the music that came out over the last yeah. year. Just the old <laughs> shit. <laughs> Just head empty, old shit only. I want to hear Dear Maria in the multitude of ways. That's yeah, it. exactly. There is a night that I do, um, well, I did do in real life, um, where they literally only know such a specific block of Fall Out Boy, Paramore, that song. That's it. <laughs> Anything older or newer, they're like... Even, like, I think it was the first time when I first started there and I played, like, Feeling This or something by Blink-182, which in my hometown goes off. Yeah. This, this place is 15 minutes down the road. It's not a different country. <laughs> and everyone's, like, you know, goes to the bar or something, and you're like, <gasps> I've ruined the night. It's just oh so God. strange, like, how pockets of community, I think, do exist as much in real life as they do on Twitch, but most of us are only really aware of our own pocket at home so where i am in southampton um even though again i think different venues i'll do something slightly differently depending on who's there but just another city it's just difficult to know until you start doing it and you're like ah you're a whole different vibe yeah like i've got to do this like they're more like 21 pilots 1975 on on their rock night like they want Mm. that all in there whereas you know other places it's just like this is a rock god oh my god the amount of people that yeah, would yell like, at me if I play a 21 pilot song. Like, guys. <laughs> like, I, I, went to an L- I went to an emo night in LA, and it wasn't emo night LA. It was just like their local version of an emo night. And I went with one of my friends who lived out there. And so they played Say Anything. Yeah. So they played, they played it. And I was like, oh, yeah, this hits. My friend looks at me. He's like, what is this? And I said, excuse me. Nobody else in this room is like popping off for like me and like three other people. They put on No Doubt. 
everybody loses their fucking shit, yeah. which as they should. But like yeah. in Chicago, it doesn't really happen. And then they put Weezer on, which I'm like, we don't even play this at our Chicago emo nights. And there was like a push mosh pit like <laughs> and to to the sweater song. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. What is going on? This is completely parallel. I need to yeah. call my mom to come and pick me up. I don't know what's going on here. And it is here. just those pockets. Yeah, pockets of community that they've obviously made and other people will come in and out of them but there's like a pocket of just what does and doesn't work that can be hard to change or infiltrate <laughs> yeah i got yelled at once well i didn't get yelled at once it was uh it was a comment no it was a comment on uh emo night la's instagram when i played uh taylor swift's you belong with me which is a pop punk song. You cannot tell me otherwise. Uh, and somebody wrote on the comment section of like their, well, it was a post about something else. And they're like, uh, somebody played a Taylor Swift song at one of your events. And they're like, which one? He's like, Chicago. They're like, I'm really sorry that you lost that three and a half minutes before another yeah. song that you knew was played. Like, what do you That's want us to do? Yeah. It was, it yeah. was, it, it, I don't know. Cause I play that at normal events. I guess that is a normal event. It's like I'm playing it at other events and it just goes off. But then I get like uh, in the chat, I was mentioned for bring me to life. I play that at some events and they're like, you can't play that here. And I'm like, it's yeah. evanescence. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But some people are like, oh, this isn't real emo or like whatever. I'm like, we're not playing real emo. We're playing fucking fall up. Well, you go down the street to yeah. the and they say yeah. real emo is well, only say, American yeah. football. Like, let's that's the other thing is when you're doing, <laughs> I get the opposite where it's like people. Yeah. One real emo and it's just like well this is kind of boring for everyone else though anyone that doesn't yeah. like any of this this is really boring yeah. <laughs> like i'm i don't want to play that but when i say and i have to clear this up all the time when i'm like when i do emo night i always say like this is my version of emo night so this is basically emo and pop punk and like whatever mm. i want to play that i think fits an emo night yeah it's not going to be and then everyone will just want real emo that's actually real emo actually started at the stage with this <laughs> and it's just like Go go to YouTube then. I don't know. Like, yeah. just listen to your own Spotify playlist, I guess. But it's just like <laughs> that kind of gatekeeping that people always sort of target metalheads with. You mm -hmm. definitely do get it in emo, and and my emo, I don't know, probably only really goes as far for what I like to play is like the Taken Back Sunday era of bands. Mm -hmm. Just before that, I'm people that are thirty five versus people that are thirty have a vastly different opinion of what the big bands were. And I'm like, oh, I didn't actually really listen to them. Like, I might know this song or that song, but it's not, I don't have the CDs, so they're not in my collection, as <laughs> simple as it is. And you just get that all the time, I think, regardless of what you're doing. So, I don't know, sometimes I get a bit funny about using e even the word emo. Like, a lot of my stuff now, I tend to put, like, pop punk kid instead, mm -hmm. because it's just like, yeah, actually, most of the emo that I like is that pop punkier style of emo, or anything that has, like... If it's screamy, it then has a melodic chorus. So I'll just wait for the chorus and then be like, yay. And then the screamy bit, I'll like wait for that to be done. I used to yeah. enjoy it more when I was younger. Now I'm like, wait for the chorus. Yay, sing along to this bit. And yeah, so, but it gets it gets a bit gatekeepy with specifically the word email, I find, which I'm sure you must get as well. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. having it in your name. We've well, been even like with fortunate. like yeah and like even with like the newer emo where it's like this new punk where it's more like rap based like seeing that type of discourse yeah and like very lightly engaging in it like people are just do not want to accept anything that isn't like what the original was which i'm always like 
hey, hey, that original one was like real white male energy only. So <laughs> yeah. do you want to go more into that and like yeah. more problems? And then they just don't want to have a comment. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, that's not interesting. But we've been pretty okay so far. I feel that once we start to be more like press oriented and send things out, I think then we're going to get <laughs> yeah. more critics about it because there are other like emo podcasts that trust me, I listen to them and I do like them and I have respect for the hosts and people who put them together but they're so highly critical to like the period ellipses semicolon everything about it and it's like do you not enjoy music as yeah. much as everybody else because it feels like I'm in like the worst college class ever yeah, yeah and like, I'm, I'm being monitored <laughs> yeah right like, and I'm be like graded on it like <laughs> Right. And I'm like, you know, like there's literature and books you can read. Like, I definitely did that when I was growing up. And then it's like you take it for your own interpretation, because if you're going to gatekeep something that you already probably made fun of as a kid and you're going to like do that and make yes. it more, you know, exclusionary towards other kids who are the same way that you were like, yeah. you have you have a problem like maybe just go to therapy yeah. and make a podcast. Yeah, because obviously <laughs> the Saturday is, is our busiest night, which is just I just call it rock night it's just mm. rock night and then people come in and be like this isn't death metal and i'm like does it say death metal night <laughs> that's no, really wild too says like rock night and yeah. i and i'll be like oh well i don't think you know like i don't think paramore or lincoln park or anyone they're not that's not rock and it's like but it what? literally is <laughs> like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna there's, debate there's with guitar you what it is like yeah. yeah i'm like I think I could probably say that Busted and McFly are rock. They're pop rock. So it's like, it still goes. Like, it's still in somehow. Indie rock, like The Killers or Arctic Monkeys or whatever, is still, I don't play a lot of that on Twitch at all, but like, still rock. Like, if you always want to be that specific, you need to find, you know, a death metal night and then be like, that's not death metal enough. Like, it's just... <laughs> I just tend to be, I try and be so broad. And it's like the same as you get, I don't know if you get this, but I get a lot of guys coming in being like, um, you're not even live remixing everything. Why aren't you scratching everything? And it's just like, does it say? It just says rock <laughs> rock night is all it says. I don't say like rock night mix fest of scratching up all your favorite tracks. It just <laughs> says rock night. I haven't missold you. I don't know yeah. why you're so upset. There's plenty of other people you can be watching. And also... Me personally, and I think a lot of my community, I don't want to hear the song getting all fucked up. I just want to hear the song. I don't want to <laughs> wait for the chorus and then it's gone because it's actually a different song now or wait for it and now it's techno. I just want to hear the song that I yeah. like. That's it. That's all I want. And it's like, I know there's other DJs doing other things and that's great. Go there. <laughs> Go to them. <laughs> Go there. Yeah. Like I've not missold you here, but we, we do get that quite a lot where it's just like, you're not even doing oh you're just playing mp3s so that's what i get and it's like what do you think every dj in the world is yeah. doing they're playing mp3s yeah i'm like dude <laughs> Sorry. I, I only go to nights where they play off spotify like yeah, I, I have yeah. not gone oh, to like a I real dj here. night ever yeah where well, a, a lot of the nights that i go to that i work um when i started so i used to obviously that whole imposter syndrome of feeling like i didn't know anything and mm. i'm just playing i'm just pressing play i'm just playing this song and i've always kind of you know slagged myself off a bit and be like i'm you know i'm not really a dj i'm more of a song selector I think of it more like a mm. radio show i'm more of a song selector i don't want to like tell everyone i'm a dj and then i'll go to these nights with all these men that are paid whatever and they're just literally on ipads with youtube videos playing mm. and i'm like 
oh, I actually have like, and they're like, oh, Gemma knows, Gemma knows the keys and the BPM and everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, it's on the, it's written on the, it's right there. File info. <laughs> I don't, I don't know it. I just, <laughs> but it's there it. if I need to tell yeah, you. <laughs> I've, I'm just not playing things on YouTube. It's like I've done, I've done the, you know, the setup work that I have that, and that mm. I do consider that when I'm playing songs. I thought that was quite basic, but a lot of the stuff when I've gone to other nights, it's like, oh, you're not even doing that. But people just don't know. So people, when they see that you're not doing this thing, suddenly it's like fake and rubbish. But mm. you're just like, I wish you actually knew anything so that you could understand how little most other people do. Even even insane DJ sets, like they're often pre-recorded. So it's yeah. like, yeah, I could, you know, I maybe couldn't do that as well. I've done a few mixes, but it's just like, that's no different. They're still just pre- press and play on a pre-recorded mix that they've yep. done a hundred times to make sure it's right. You could not do this on two channels. Like yeah. what they're doing on two channels cannot be done. This is like four, five, six tracks sometimes. They're not on two channels. Like it doesn't work. But you don't know any of that. So you're just like, wow. <laughs> you're like, I know <laughs> the song. Amazing. I'm having a good time. I'm yeah, dancing. Sometimes I'm like, do you want me to press these buttons? Listen how annoying this is. When I'm, <laughs> is that better? Is that yeah. better? Do you like this? Like, I hate time. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's it's so annoying. I I say this from my position as a as a great heterosexual cisgender white man. It's like, <laughs> man, the amount of work that like, yeah, thank you. It's true. Uh, the yeah. amount of work that we like, we remind him every week. I, I'm reminded every day. It's like every every time somebody like me has to show up and do something is like, you're 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 ba- you're like you're judged on such a lower standard than like anybody else of any other uh, uh, background. So it's like, yeah. yeah, it sucks. It's like, I don't know how to DJ. I've been booked as a DJ many times. Like yeah, I tell them like, no, you're loads of like famous yeah, bands and they're like, yeah. we, we can't DJ. Like, I don't know why my manager books us out on these. It's big, big money. But they're like, we don't know even how to press play and they can't time it. And I'm like, oh, but you're in a band. Yeah. Like you time <laughs> when, when you play music, you're in time. And they're like amazing bands that are like live amazing bands that i love and they're just like no i just can't do it like i can't press play in time and you're like i don't know how the skill doesn't translate but then it makes (laughs) you realize that even just just pressing play on its own is something that many people cannot do at the right time Mm -hmm. so it's like even if you think that is so low that is still a skill that many people don't have and it's just like to have to deal with the you're not even doing anything it's just okay then go away because we're having fun (laughs) whilst I don't do anything. Yeah. Dude, and and you brought up like the house party side. It's like, I don't go to somebody's house where they're playing music. And then I go, you know, you really could be mixing the Spotify playlist better at your own home. It's like, that's the same idea. (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. fucking listen, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pain. (laughs) Uh, Like I, yeah, I, I, I think you do very well dealing with a lot of trolls who are coming through and just being like, I'm going to talk shit because it's the internet. And it's like, we, I, I think because we're playing videos in the background that nobody like comes in, they're like, you're not, uh, you're not DJing. Like we don't even have the controller like on, I don't have a controller right now. Yeah. If you ask either of us to probably do like the wiki wiki or anything, we'd be like, I would literally go like this. So you could see my hand and say wiki wiki and then go, okay, you good now? We did I've it actually for you. noticed a lot of DJs on Twitch don't, you can't see the decks at all. Because mm-hmm. then I'm like, because you can see mine. So it's like, I almost feel like 
you can see my and you can see exactly what I'm not doing. Yeah. And I am comfortable showing you exactly what I'm not doing. Yeah. Otherwise, I obviously could just move the camera yeah. and you wouldn't be able to see it. But it would almost like and I've seen this in real this isn't a Twitch this isn't a Twitch dig. This is like what I've experienced in real life venues. Um you get a lot of DJs. We've done it on my channel as a joke before with with the you know like the the hot knobs when it's like yep. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And like they're not doing anything. It's a rock night, so it's like, hey, this is a rock song. I can hear no difference. Like, listen to the track. It's the same. They're not doing yeah. anything, but it's like they do the act. The act of doing something. It tends to be a man thing. Sorry it's, to say, it's it. a man thing. It tends to be a man thing, and it's like they're doing, <laughs> doing all this. Oh yeah, and they're like just moving everything, and you're like, none of these are to do with that channel. None of these <laughs> buttons do anything. None of these filters are on. Mm-hmm. They're just moving things, and it's like. Yeah, I could do that, and I could pretend. I mean, I couldn't because I'd feel so uncomfortable. The right. whole time. I'd feel so I'd be like having a panic attack. Like everyone can see that I'm faking it, but they just they just don't care. And I think some people genuinely enjoy watching them more because they think they're doing something they're not. And I just can't do that because it just. Uh, I'll, I'll happily <laughs> say, even to trolls, like. Yeah, I'm literally, I'm pressing, I'm using these two buttons. People will come in and be like, oh my God, so many buttons. It's so difficult. It's so amazing. And I'm like, well, I'm really only using the two play buttons. You know, there's some sliders, play buttons. There's not, there's not a hell, hell of a lot going on here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like it's quite easy to do, but it depends. You're probably going to pick all rubbish songs. It depends what the other skills <laughs> are. I think my, my USP, the jobs that I tend to do is, you know, not picking rubbish songs. Yeah, <laughs> you can pick a song. rubbish song and pretend you're remixing it. Doesn't make it a good song. Yeah. But that's just that is just such a common thing that I'm just like, oh, I don't want to be that person. So <laughs> if weird. I can't do it, I won't pretend I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do know a lot of DJs that can do real stuff with that, and I'm like, you guys are really talented. So go to them. <laughs> they exist. Yeah. They're out there. Yeah, They're doing yeah. some shit with it. Like I, I. Chicago, like there's a lot of very good DJs just in the city, and I'm like, yeah, they're great. I don't want to do any of that shit. <laughs> that sounds yeah. fun for you. So you know, so I, I get. I think we've had it a few times on my channel where it's like, oh, she's not even doing anything because I don't have. I do have my laptop set up to the side, which I literally use to ban trolls and type in chat right. if I need to. Um, <laughs> my laptop is not connected to my decks at all. My decks just takes USB straight into it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of people will be like, you're not even doing anything. I can tell you're not because you're not using your laptop. And it's just like, that's how little, you know, like this yeah. doesn't even, Yeah. I have these decks so that I don't need a laptop because I never had a good laptop in the past. So <laughs> I would never have trusted a laptop. Um, it's just like, yeah, it's just an MP3. Like that's on, yeah. on a USB. That is all it is. That is literally all it is. But somebody using some crappy free software or Spotify on their laptop isn't any better. Like that's not how it works. Yeah. It's like, do you enjoy it or not? That's the question. Just shh. Let people enjoy things. Sometimes let yourself enjoy things. Yeah. Just let yeah. yourself enjoy some crap. Like, yeah. it's fine. You don't have to overthink it. Just be like, yo, here, here's yeah. what I got for you. I got the vibes. Yeah. I got full record just plays, whatever. Time. Yeah. That's what I always have to say to trolls. I'm just like, we're having a good time. You're welcome to join us. If you don't want to have a good time and you want to complain, then it's probably not, not the place for you. And you don't <laughs> yeah. need to complain about everyone else having a good time. Yeah. Because you can have a good time somewhere else. Looks like everyone's having fun here. I should ruin this. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> what it's like. I should just let them know that actually she's just playing MP3s, guys. <laughs> what about the, like, the, the meme with the guy like standing in the corner of the party who's like, they don't know that she's just playing MP3s? Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
That's literally it. <laughs> Did you guys know that we have our own TikTok? It's at X Emo Social Club X, and we put a lot of different cool things on there, from random train dancing videos to previews of our upcoming podcast episodes and anything else in between. And also make sure you're following us on our YouTube channel as well, Emo Social Club, to search it in the search bar. We have some really cool videos coming your way. Brian is making really cool adult beverages that you can make at home. I decided to make it an emo cocktail. So this one's called the Alone This Holiday by Muse. And I'm going to teach you how to make your favorite coffee from your equally favorite bands. The new Spear Box Coffee. We're gonna want to do 25 to 30 grams. All the coffee comes together, all the flavors are spread up. So keep on listening and follow our other social pages. Oh, and make sure to join the club. We 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 leave space open for plugs. We can keep talking a little bit on if there's anything else you want us to uh, to mention to to tell everybody about. Um, obviously, it's Gemma Edwards on everything. Yeah, easy peasy. I don't have anything in particular to plug. Yeah, just the, <laughs> just the streams that. keep you yeah, keep you coming around. Yeah, mostly just on Twitch. <laughs> I use Instagram, nice. but mostly Twitch. Yeah. It's just it like <laughs> when we we were talking a little bit before we started the stream and and uh i remembered when you were talking about like deleting you said one hundred and fifteen thousand people off yeah. your instagram yeah which is an insane <laughs> amount insane. of people yeah um but just I like did about 15k manually as well yeah whilst i was djing whilst i had nothing to do because i'm just playing mp3s actually <laughs> i used to sit on my instagram and just delete, yeah. delete, delete oh my god <laughs> block and unblock that's what yeah like what is it like to what is it like for a lot of people i don't think they'll ever be like oh i'll never have a hundred thousand people on my instagram right and it's like what is it like to a have that and b what Mm. is it like to get rid of it yeah i don't think i i ever will again but um so well you guys know i work for suicide girls lots of people Mm. on my twitch don't really know or i don't talk about it a lot because i haven't been doing it for ages oh bub's awake I am. Um, there he goes. Big stretch. <laughs> we'll give Bob a shout out before we before we end the episode too. I am a photographer for Suicide Girls, which is obviously so like my job for the past ten years, eight ten years has been just taking photos of naked girls, and um, I've just I've been doing that since uni. So I, and I don't post a lot of that, and I never did because you can't post news on Instagram obviously but i used to post pictures of the models in general um so most of those followers were because of that mm-hmm. it was just weird creepy men that was it that was literally it and um so people think you get hundred thousand followers and now you're like famous and you have i guess hundreds of thousands of likes every day and if you were to do a dj gig a hundred thousand people would go and it's just it's just not like that at all and i don't think unless people have that they can really see how, how it can be when it's not necessarily like, I wouldn't necessarily say those followers were there for me. They were there for my photos of other people. So when I kind of changed my content, what I was doing, so I started doing more more the DJ sort of stuff. Um, I didn't want them posting creepy comments on pictures of me DJing when it's just a picture. I was just trying to say, come to see my night tonight. <laughs> yeah. And then it's just like... Yeah. 10 creepy comments and nothing no one actually would go like from there right um and i used to do this one particular night where i think some of the girls had like a million followers or half a million each and collectively we must have had millions of followers and we couldn't sell out 200 tickets in london that's how little 
it means. Mm-hmm. And it could get really frustrating knowing people, I think, would kind of book me for stuff because they thought, oh, she has 100,000 followers. She can post about this and sell out. And I know that it wouldn't. And I don't... I'm sure there's loads of men that would happily ride off the wave of people thinking that. And that <laughs> I just cannot deal with people thinking that it's going to be better than it is or I'm going to provide more than I am. That really makes me like, oh, uncomfortable. I want people to have like a reasonable expectation of mm-hmm. me. Um, and to bring along 100,000 followers is never going to be it. Um, <laughs> And it just, I started doing, like, I've done a, like, a few Instagram ads, like we were saying earlier, like the influencery type stuff when I had a blog. And um, those, a lot of those companies do only want to pay people if they have 100,000 followers. And you're just like, these people, these creepy men that I don't know that are in like America somewhere don't care about this UK product or event that <laughs> I'm promoting. They don't. And they literally physically can't. They can't go to it. So yeah. it's just like, those things don't connect at all. So getting rid of them, I think when I first got rid of them, I was kind of like, oh, I'll have like 80K still sounds cool. I have 80K. Get down to there. And then after like, not not too long at all, I was like, I think I could have like 50. And then I was like, I think I could have like 25 sounds cool. I think if I saw someone with 25K, I'd still be like, they're probably legit. And then it just got to the point, I just got down and down and down to about 10. And was like, to be fair, I think 10K still sounds legit. That's fine. <laughs> that still gives you all the stuff you need. 10K mm. is the limit for a lot of um, ads to even be what's the word like for you to even be kept in mind for something you'd have Mm. to have 10k plus to even apply kind of thing um but i think it was when i started djing and i was djing with some pretty big bands that to me were like really famous and like loved them since my childhood and they are really famous they're successful musicians and having like three four times the amount of followers that they had was just like okay that's fucking stupid (laughs) i i don't I am not four times better known than this famous fan. <laughs> that is dumb. That is how nothing this means. And like, that's not me being self-deprecating. I'm literally not. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, the balance of that was just, I don't know, just not there, just really off. <laughs> and and like I said, they were pretty much just people that followed me for different content. So I think, I think if you can, if you do one thing for your whole life and you're known as, you know, like if, if you had the email social club and you just do that forever and you had 100,000 followers from just the podcast, they're probably going to be really interested in absolutely anything that you have to say because that is why they followed you. But if you had 100,000 people following you because you took photos of nude women for suicide girls, then you're like, I'm going to do a podcast. They're just going to be like, we don't care what you have to say. <laughs> and that's how it felt. It felt a bit like getting rid of them felt a bit like, Lizzie will probably understand this more than Brian, but like going to a club and just being like, right, all the men, just men everywhere. Maybe you've got like four women and you're just like, right, you can't look at me anymore. 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 And that's how it felt. And it was so refreshing to be like, no more of you, actually. No, 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 (laughs) no. And just scale it back. Yeah, until it's like, okay, people I know and like and these four women that are left over. like, Okay, this feels more comfortable now. This feels Mm. more like my space. I don't want to hear like anything these people have to say and to be honest most of the time it was just you know offensive (laughs) even if it's like complimentary it's offensive Mm -hmm. or it would just be like i posted a picture of someone they'd be like oh she's fat now and it's like cool you're like no but nobody asked you nobody wanted your bad (laughs) yeah it's like okay bye then you can't look at her anymore then so you're not sad about it are you because she's fat anyway so now you 
you're fine. But it was just that kind of thing. So that was probably like one of the best things that I've ever done. And actually, you'll see this out. I just lost all my bot followers on Twitch. Did you know about the bot followers on yep. Twitch? Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think we had the conversation. So I got botted about three, 4,000 followers. And I like fully was like, ah, like what's going on? You get like, I don't know if this happened to you before. No, it, I, so, I've seen it happen to other people. But yeah, yeah so the us. little alert you get in chat that goes, Jared has just followed you, it just goes, 4,000 at the same second. It just mm -hmm. goes off. And all your alerts are going. Luckily, my mods just dealt with it all. And I was like, I know something bad is happening, but I don't understand what it is. And I don't know how to stop it. Um, they deleted those. It was all fine. Then later on, probably only like a week or two later, and both times it happened when I was live, which was really horrible because it's really like, yeah. it feels really like somebody's done it so it feels like an attack as well and you don't mm. know if it's necessarily an attack on you personally you don't know who it's from um and the next time it happened was twelve thousand of those notifications at once bub is wow. scratching up my back can you not oh my God. <laughs> um <laughs> he's so annoying and um yeah they they literally just got rid of those but mm. So if you think when you look at my profile and I have 20,000 followers and say I have like on a Saturday, I have 250 viewers at 20,000 followers, whereas now I have eight and a half um, thousand followers, I think, and I still got 250 on the Saturday night. So it's like, actually, the scale of that is much better. And it actually is a much better representation mm -hmm. of how many of your followers are actually, you know, coming in to be part of your regular viewership. So having 20,000 technically actually makes you look worse because it's like, right, you've got 20,000, but actually no more of them are watching you, which mm -hmm. is how it felt on Instagram. It was like I had 115,000 people, but sometimes you get like 300 would like this picture. That's worse than if I had 300 followers and 300 liked it. Yeah. That's great. That's 100% of people seeing <laughs> and liking my content. If I'm getting 300 out of 100,000, that's a lot of people very uninterested in what I'm doing, <laughs> which isn't good. And I think a lot of businesses are becoming more privy to that as well, mm -hmm. as well as probably just general people. It's just like more, the insights are kind of coming out into the open a little bit more. Um, so I actually really struggled with having that. It was just, it felt shit to have. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, I'm so impressive. It actually felt really embarrassing when people would notice how many followers I had or bring it up. It felt really embarrassing because it was like, I'm not anyone that should have 100,000 followers, gets anything from that, provides anything worth that, and is having anything benefited from it. It's just a pointless number that other people would freak out over and think was amazing. Mm. And it was just like, really, it felt really fake. Even though I hadn't done anything fake to do it, it did feel like that, which is how the 20K felt on Twitch as well. It was like, oh my God, you've got 20K. And it was like, no, nah, I don't know. <laughs> not really. I don't actually. <laughs> not at all <laughs> yeah I, I think there's too much uh there's too much celebrating certain numbers and statistics and yeah. it's not realizing like what that actually means to certain people what that means like if it happened to you if it happened to if somebody who's like yeah i really care about getting followers all of a sudden got that many followers and they're like i'm still not happy you know i still no, want more or it's be, like because you'd want more the next day yeah yeah but i think it's it's really cool that like you can speak to that and just say like, yeah, this this actually uh, isn't what you want. Like you want it no. more in and this other direction. And some people, like direction. you say, do because they want to brag about the number. Yeah. But I'm I've never felt like that, so it didn't even give me bragging rights. It's like the very minimal thing it could give you. And I'm the same with like some of the jobs I've done that people would maybe 
used more as bragging rights. And I just don't think the job itself was actually as people imagine it to be. And most people will kind of performatively act like it was. Mm -hmm. And I would rather just be kind of like, eh. Like I'll mention it if someone asks, but I don't like to brag about it because I think if I'm questioned about that job now, I'm. it wasn't actually that great. Like it wasn't treated <laughs> yeah. that well or it didn't go that well or it wasn't as high quality as people think it is. It's kind of like you'll see people that will privately to you be like, oh, I had this awful job. And it was like, you know, it could say something um, insane, like, oh, I was Lady Gaga's DJ, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be like, oh, it was awful. Literally no one turned up. And actually I was in the toilets and there was just one guy being sick on the floor and that was the whole night. But they won't say that bit. But for me, having that experience just doesn't, wouldn't make me feel like bragging about it. Yeah. Because I wouldn't want yeah. what people would picture in their head when you say I'm Lady Gaga's DJ. They'd be like, oh, wow. And you're like, <laughs> it's not though. So I'd rather just not have those kinds of bragging rights that don't feel braggy mm -hmm. i don't know and i think with twitch as well like you could have a million viewers and you know everyone's it's free content no like no one could sub no one could donate anything you could have a million viewers though cool that's one success you could have one viewer that could give you a million pounds <laughs> like, <laughs> true so the even the viewership doesn't necessarily mean you are more or less successful than another streamer and you'll probably see that with some smaller streamers earn a lot more than bigger streamers and lots of people earn a lot less when they hit partner because people think oh you're rich now because you're a mm -hmm. partner so i don't want to support you anymore because actually i want to support small streams and those people will move move over to other places and that i've had a lot of people speak to me about that happening to them mm. and um that's just like a common mindset i think where it's like oh you've got this bragging rights and the like success so now you don't need this other sort of success yeah. and it's like it's not actually a paid position to be a partner so <laughs> you could just become partner have 10 viewers tomorrow and never make money ever again it doesn't mean anything yeah. in that way it doesn't mean anything stable it just makes you look legit which does help i think with gaining followers and stuff because people see the purple tick and they're like oh that's a real streamer <laughs> it doesn't mean they're any better than anyone else yeah but which that's a real streamer i'm gonna go in there and complain about her dj equipment yeah you're not doing it real <laughs> yeah. enough <laughs> I'm, no it's okay i'm just giving you constructive criticism uh, yeah, i'm just trying to help yeah uh well sweet um bub do you have anything to add i think, I think yeah. he's gone he, he might have gone he was scratching up the back of my chair and then i think <laughs> i've got like, headphones on so i can't hear what he's doing yeah. <laughs> he's run off somewhere <laughs> he's like i was waiting for he my time gone. to shine but i gotta go he got I ready and it was yeah he yeah. was like you weren't ready for me i've left <laughs> that's that's how he does well, uh, Gemma, this has been an absolute blast. I'm so glad we finally got to have you on and finally yeah, talk to you, you after like there. years of knowing each other and I know. following I and all this stuff. I was trying to think earlier how I even, I think I literally was like, oh, podcasts are a thing, typed emo in and was like, there it is. That's that an emo one. one. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, an emo. Yeah, I don't emo. know. Yeah. yeah, just like that's my podcast now. I don't know how <laughs> I even found it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know it was Aiden's Instagram, friends. but however, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we, uh, I'm glad that we have this community. I'm glad yeah. that uh, you know you you've supported us and we'll continue to support you. So uh, thank you and um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll thanks for yeah. checking go, out go, this episode. Go check the Twitch <laughs> week. Go check, it's Gemma Edwards on everything. Gemma's a good friend, so go check out all of her stuff as well. It's Gemma Edwards on everything. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, of course, like, comment, subscribe on all the platforms that you can find us on. Um, don't be mean to Lizzie on Twitter. Do be mean to Lizzie on TikTok. Wow. 
<laughs> he wants to get the clout of me responding I, to you yeah. and harassing want, you for being rude. Yeah, kind of want that to happen. Oh my god. We will be back uh, next Monday with another podcast episode. We will be releasing some off the schedule. Uh, so make sure to follow us to find out when those episodes are going live. Subscribe, all that from everybody here at the Emo Social Club Podcast. I'm Brian. And I'm Lizzie. Goodbye. <laughs> Half that one over just to. Just, yeah, just move it over like, hey, we got it. That's what I usually do anyway. I'm like. Mm. Keep this in. Keep this in and then like do a little like rewind noise like, and then line it up correctly. <laughs> Welcome to the Emo Social Club Podcast. It was an outro. It was over. <laughs> it's over. Why are we starting again? <laughs>